Hello, and welcome to Kicking Ass and Taking Brains, an iZombie podcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Jesse, and today we're discussing episode four of iZombie, entitled Live and Let Clive. Yeah. I wonder how many more of these live puns they can come up with before. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it is starting to like bug me when she says, my name is Liv Moore, at the beginning of every episode. <laughs> I love it. Okay. But it's also funny that Clive also has Liv in his name. <laughs> yeah. But... Alright, very basic thoughts before we get into some specifics. Uh, I thought it was a fun episode. Um, Mm -hmm. I wish I had driven the overarching plot more, but I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, it's one of those, to me, it actually is kind of the weakest of the bunch, but I still really enjoyed it, so I don't really mind. Um, Like, we'll get into some things that were, like, a little bit more iffy this week, but it's just still a blast to watch. The characters are fun, the comedy's good. Let's talk about Liv. Um, so they did the paranoia thing this week. How do you think that read compared to other stuff? Um, I thought it was pretty fun, especially towards the beginning of the episode, like when her brother felt that she had smoked a bunch of pot. Yes. Uh, that was, that was funny. Yeah, um, I, like I think that it's, I think it sort of just generally fell off over the course of the episode. Yeah. Like, the in, just in terms of intensity, which was weird mm. because usually the thing that she gets sticks with her the whole episode, like even in, um... Was it just last week, the exterminator? Yeah. Yeah. Like, her coldness stuck with her almost to the point of letting Robbie die. Yeah. Uh, which uh, didn't really fall through in this one, so it... it Someone I pointed it out... while it was there, but... I think, I believe the IGN reviewer pointed out that he actually ate significantly less of the brain this week than usual. That makes sense. Um, yeah. So that's, that is interesting. I do think it's... It's going to be an interesting hurdle for the show to go through if every week she needs to be getting this major thing and changing her. Because we want to see Liv to some degree, right? We want to see who she is. So if every week she's like full-on paranoid or fully, you know, like suddenly getting this whole thing, it, it will sort of... I could get tiring. I don't, How many of these like crazy personality traits can we think of? I, I you know. I, I think it definitely helps it's 13 episodes, not 22 but I do think the paranoia thing was fun while it was lasting. The kung fu thing kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, no, that came in, I think, way too late in the episode. Yeah. It was like, uh, oh, and suddenly I know kung fu. Good thing, because I'm about to get yeah. attacked in a couple minutes. <laughs> yeah, because they could have just, like, thrown in, like, he's hanging out with Ravi, and, like, he throws something at her, and she, like, catches it all crazily, or, like, some sort of, like, more yeah. fun, silly kung fu things. Or yeah. But it was still fun to see the kung fu fight. I, I know that you are you were a little more intense about uh, action scenes than I am. Did you think it fulfilled expectations? Uh, no, actually, I thought it did a good job because she wasn't able to defeat someone who'd been doing kung fu their whole life. Yeah. <laughs> until she went on rage mode. Yeah. Yeah, that made sense to me. Yeah. Um, and it was a fun fight. I like the umbrella yeah. usage and stuff. Yeah. Um, it, I do think we we have to have something happen with Rage Mode next week, it, because she either has to win without it, or she has to lose with it, in my opinion, because you can't have every single episode end with, oh, he's about to lose, and then she uses Rage Mode and wins. Or she goes too far with it and actually kills him. Yeah, that, that could be interesting, too. And I think that that will come. Uh, or put someone she loves in the hospital. 
Yeah, yeah. In general, actually, that brings up a question. So she did this, like, really close to the brother, and I've been hearing some people online saying they think it's kind of silly that she just won't tell people. Do you agree with that? I think that it kind of... I I think that she sort of, like, dug herself into a hole at this point. Yeah. But on the other hand, I think that it's... I think at some point she's probably going to tell people, right? Yeah. That's going to happen at some point. Or people will find out. I don't know if you'll tell them. I mean, the other thing is, like, it's a TV show. It's not reality. Yeah. So it's part of the conceit of the show is that she can't tell people. But if she were a real person, I'd be like, no, you should probably tell the people that you really care about. You're messing with Major's feelings. And if he just knew that if you slept with him, he'd become a zombie. Yeah. I mean, I I don't... I think that it's straddling the line, but it's a lot less weird than something like Flash, where, like, Flash told everybody besides Iris, and it's like, why are you not telling Iris? Well, yeah. it's like, 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 at least in this, she, she literally is a monster, and there are plenty of people who would maybe never speak to her or call the cops or something. She's eating yeah, she brains. Could all, actually, she also could easily be uh, picked up and studied by the military. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know no, if a major I, would yeah. do that, but... But, like, you never know. Clive might do that. <laughs> yeah, Clive might do that. Uh, her, I feel like her mother would probably go crazy. Yeah. Time. I mean, but that's also just because of some not super nice representation that she's gotten so far. <laughs> um, yeah. But, but, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm not totally against it. I do, I do agree that, well, as far as Major is concerned, it's a little sad for him, but... Uh, let's talk about the humor for this week. Um, so we well, first of all, we got some really nice stuff with the henchmen. I particularly liked uh, you don't have to have body fat to have a fat idea. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I really liked the henchmen overall. They were like, you know, they were super generic, but yeah. but they did that role really well. Like the super buff, yeah. stupid people. <laughs> well, funny. the other thing is, it is kind of funny because. Even though they are, like, the stupid people, they do still have sort of Rob Thomas's wit in his writing, and so, like, they're yeah. kind of witty while being stupid, which is, like, they're kind of, like, meta in their stupidness, which is kind of fun. Uh, and, like, I like the part when uh, Blaine had just given them the address list, and he's like, yeah. read it, make sure you understand, and then the cook comes around, and he's like, shh, they're concentrating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Blaine had some nice stuff like that, too. Yeah. Um, I did like the um the horny memento. I, I couldn't remember if it was horish or horny memento. Horny. The little bit they had horny. Okay, because because I liked especially that it came back that he's like they actually have it, which I thought was kind of <laughs> funny. <laughs> In general, I like that that whole scene um with at the video store and um the whole gum thing and uh, they're sort of working yeah, together. Should I be concerned that what you're about to do requires gum? <laughs> yeah, no. I I think that they're really fun doing that, and uh, also as Veronica Mars fan, it's was a very Veronica Mars scene, so it was fun seeing that. I was um, really, glad... I was, I was shocked that they did not mention the fact that it's weird that there was a video rental store in 2015. <laughs> I, um, I think it, it's supposed I, to be I, like, it's supposed to be like foreign films, though, right? I yeah, think but still, it's. I like, guess you're right. Yeah, like does... I, I don't necessarily like. I, I was shocked that like Liv was like really a video store in 2015, and yeah. Robbie could have been like. It's foreign films. They don't have them on yeah. Netflix. Yeah, that's that's true. I, I'm trying to think. I mean, I'm sure that if you're in New York City or something, you could easily find a lot of like small things like this. They're in what are they in Seattle? I can't actually. I don't actually they're know. In Seattle. So it's not like out of the realm of. It's not crazy, but you are right that I'm surprised they didn't like make a snarking joke about it or something. Yeah. So let's talk about let's talk about Clive because so so one of the things that I did think 
was a little bit iffy about this episode is that you were supposed to sort of somewhat buy into, oh, is Clive going to be bad? And clearly he wasn't going to be bad. <laughs> yeah, but, but I was kind of okay with it just, like, as a plotline. It was like, yeah. a it wasn't like a ongoing, like, is Clive bad? And yeah. Like, you know, the show is still kind of, the show is pretty light, to mm-hmm. be honest. Yeah. It's not, like, super dramatic or heavy. It's, like, it's a pretty light show. So I'm yeah. okay with having this one episode, and a lot of procedurals do this, where you know, like, yeah. you describe something about someone's past, and is this person doing this? And it's da 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 da. No, no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is funny to call this show light when people are like brutally murdered every single week, like multiple people. Like, I don't, has there been an episode where more, where less than three people died? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I think that's part of it. Is that yeah. that also that death is treated as pretty like by the book. Yeah. It's not like SVU where it's like every case is the most serious case that's yeah. ever come across. It's like, it's a lot like Castle, you know, where like most of the time they, there's a murder at the beginning and it's like, oh, that's yeah. sad. Let's make a whole bunch of jokes. <laughs> yeah. No, it's interesting. It's not uh, a very self-serious show. It's a, it's a good yeah. show. I, I, like, I'm not saying this to disparage yeah. the zombie. I really like on zombie, yeah. but I don't think that it's like invested and I, in heavy drama. Yeah, and I did think they did a good a good job of making it somewhat heavy when she had to kill her friend. So it's not like oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Like, and I think that it's capable of really intense dramatic moments, but the overall tone is not. Yeah. And that's that's what I like about it. So, yeah. yeah, definitely. And I do at least like that. So we, the Clive thing, a it let us have a little bit more time with with Ravi as her partner, which I thought was fun. And b yeah. it, we we did at least get somewhat of a backstory for Clive. And I, I do kind of hope we maybe get flashbacks or something for him because it does add a little bit of a a nuance to him that we don't really know exactly how far he went or what that means. But I also did like the insecurity of him being sort of worried that Liv wouldn't want to be his partner anymore or something like that. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, uh, it, still, was, it was I, an interesting bit of story. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Ravi's major plotline. I was very excited to say that. Uh. So Dan and I record this from remote locations, but right now I'd be smacking down in the face if I could. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, yeah, no, the plotline between Major and Ravi was really funny. It, it, I thought it was really funny that Major showed up when Ravi had a body open, and he yeah. had, like guts on his fingers, and he's like, not really sure what's going on. <laughs> this is a yeah. strange conversation. Uh, I, I, I was glad that, like, I, I really liked that part where he's like, this is a strange conversation. Yeah. Why are you here? Let's be clear. Because <laughs> we're both confused and it's yeah. not worth it. Yeah. No, that was good. I, I Yeah, and I like them actually having interactions. They they play well off each other, too. And yes. it gives Ma- Major something else to do other than just be the heartthrob, which is nice. Yeah, and it's uh, integrating the different parts of the show more more which is yeah. important yeah i think yeah, it, was a, it, it was a really also i just think it was a it's a good idea for the show but it was a bad idea on this part yeah seriously <laughs> so that i'm trying to you know just get major out of my life you person that i work with every day who knows my secret da, 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 you should go live with that guy <laughs> well she's not trying to get him out of her life she's trying to be his friend yeah. so okay so if you were if you're major, what do you do in this? I guess, like, you might, if they want to be your friend, you'd be, like, tempted to. This is, like, such a bad position for him to be in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... usually, the kind of policy in this kind of thing where you get out of the bad relationship is that you need to take a considerable amount of time apart to, yeah, like, work through your feelings before you can try and make it work as friends. Yeah. Uh, because otherwise, it's just hard. 
Uh, and I mean, there's six months, right? Yeah. That, that are sort of like jumped in the show from yeah. when she gets bit to when the show really gets underway mm-hmm. or, or not bit scratched. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. I actually, you bringing up the, the time jump, it would be kind of interesting if we had a flashback episode because to see sort of her first reaction to everything. I think that could be yeah. interesting. So, okay, let's talk about the brother. I believe yeah. his name is Evan. Yeah, I didn't like him very much. I, I liked the actor and some of the humor, but mostly yeah. the fact that he was 100% just being like, I'm a pervert who is super into your roommate, and you're not really going to do anything about it. <laughs> yeah. Was uncomfortable. Also, she was like, don't. And then she was like, had no follow-through. Don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's it, like, I, was, I wouldn't have been as, like against that if it wasn't like his like every line of dialogue almost so, I'll be in that. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, yeah i do i think the actor is pretty good and i was glad to see him but they didn't really he his story didn't really have any follow-through he didn't really really have a story even yeah it's basically he, he just was there so that at the end he'd appear as a thing to make live go the extra mile yeah I, I do want to know his age, because i think that the peyton thing isn't exactly excused if he's a teenager but it's a little bit more under. It's less of a creep if he's like supposed to be. No, I think it's still super creepy. If he's I, I, I mean, I, I think I that, don't no, know. I think that's always a creepy thing to do. I mean, yes, it is. But he's I'm just going saying, I, I stuff for sort of a sexual release, which is yeah weird. No, I'm just gross. saying, I, I I think it's a little bit more. It's, it's a little bit more average if he's like fourteen. How old is he supposed to be? Is he supposed to be like in? Because he could be. I in think college. that. I, I mean, I think that even if it is that he's. Like, I think he's supposed to be still in high school or maybe a freshman in college um, because uh, Liv was just starting her medical career. Yeah. Oh, I guess she could, I guess he could be in college because that takes a long time. But, um, yeah, yeah, I I think that this should definitely, with this part, definitely normalize that kind of sexual predation thing, which was Mm. uncomfortable for me and I don't like it and I wish they'd not done it. Yeah, I, I do, I definitely hope that they don't continue that with him also i missed peyton this week yeah i was kind of like oh because i was like tweeting along as i was walking and i was like oh yay we get to see the brother more that could be cool and then i was like and then they immediately were like no peyton i was like oh i don't know yeah Uh, yeah, also like (laughs) considering that the brother's plotline was with Peyton, like what could have i think made it work would be peyton was there he's perving on her yeah if if he uh got caught perving and then she like Explained to him in no uncertain terms why it was not okay, and yeah. he's like, "I'm sorry, I'm being a piece of shit." Yeah, uh, I, I actually, I kind of at this point, I hope we just drop it completely. But I'm actually expecting that we will probably get the scene you're talking about later down the road. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, either hopefully they just drop it. Yeah, but then like deal with it next time the brothers on the show in some way. Yeah, or they um deal with it really directly really soon. Uh, that actually brings up something that I've been thinking about that I don't think I've mentioned to you yet, which is I think I, I don't think necessarily this show will do it, but I think it would be a very TV thing to do to have Peyton and Major start getting together and have and her being like I'm sorry, but you dumped him or like I would not be shocked if that happens. <laughs> yeah, I hope it yeah. doesn't. But yeah. uh, let's talk about Blaine and so in the Hankman storyline, some more detail. So we really liked the henchmen. They were a lot of fun. We talked about mm-hmm. that. But uh, they did get kind of dispatched a little quicker than we would have liked. Yeah, I I was talking to Dan earlier. I, I wish that they'd like been in the show for like a quarter, or I guess this is the 13th episode, 
thing, like half a season. Yeah. And then this episode would come around where they were like, wait, we could do this ourselves. Yeah. And then they get shot at the end. Mm-hmm. Because that, that would have been way more, like, dramatic. Like, oh my god, no, people, I, I love them. Yeah, they could have. I also think they had more humor, more than one episodes of humor to offer. So it was a little too bad. But they, while they were around, that was cool. I also, I did like the opening sequence with the sort of montage of Blaine's morning ritual. I thought was kind of interesting, and just seeing how his life works and his business works, I think is an interesting aspect of the show. How do you feel about the fact that they're they're like pretty much out and out making him like super evil? I'm pretty okay with it. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, once, like, he's the bad guy. Like, it's okay yeah. from him to I be wasn't uh, completely clear on that, though, before this episode, to be honest. Because, like, the, so the first episode he was in, he was kind of like, oh, he might be, like, sort of messed up, and but maybe he still has some good in him or something. And then second episode, he was, like, being a drug dealer, but, like, that's not, like, he hasn't, he hasn't, like, Well, he murdered those people. two guys, remember? Yeah, but they were gonna, like, kill him. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so so this is for me. This is for me is the more like him killing Jerome, especially is like the more like I'm just a freaking evil dude. Um, so yeah. I I don't. I mean, he's a really fun evil dude, so I don't I don't really mind it. But I it is interesting that yeah. they decided to do go. Do you that think far that he's going to be just the big bad of this season, or do you think that he's going to carry over? Well, at, at this point, I, originally when I thought maybe he was a little bit more like gray, I thought he would be an ongoing thing forever. But now that he's this evil, I feel like I he kind of might have to be the big bad of the season but uh i don't know we'll see i i do i mean i love the actor so i i kind of hope he sticks around but we'll see yeah oh and also like some of the rules on this show are still a little unclear the whole freezer thing was more confusing than it was helpful i think the show is trying to show and not tell a lot yeah but to the effects of it being mildly confusing yeah, because like, so I wasn't curious. So when he shot the henchman and then the freezer thing happened, that's like, is he now putting the henchman in the freezer and they're not dead? And they're just or like... yeah, or is he putting them in the freezer so that they can be harvested for brains later? Yeah, because or the other so eat, like, can you eat a zombie brain? I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, because it, I was because when he took the other guy off ice, I was like, are we supposed to assume that he'd previously shot the other guy and? And now is giving him a second chance or something like, or is he just literally just putting him on ice? Which why would you do that? Why would you not just have more henchmen? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was confusing. Why didn't he just call henchmen RS? <laughs> um. Yeah, I do, I do like the sort of the the largeness of the operation that he has that that meat place and the the woman the, the cook I think is. Oh my god, fun. she's freaking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like uh, she's still like, oh, I just want to cook delicious things with brains in them, though. <laughs> Well, that also that also brings up the other point that I was wondering about, which is when are we going to see other zombies reacting to brains the way that Liv reacts to brains? Because they're just eating all these brains like willy nilly, and they don't seem to be getting personality traits or abilities or anything. Yeah, or, or at least not apparently. Yeah, it's definitely weird. Well, also, I was wondering is his is he feeding people cow brains, and is that a thing? I don't. Think he is. He's, well, I guess those two sides of beef he was talking about the two idiots. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, it's it's hard to tell. I, I mean, they, well, okay. So I will yeah, I still don't know what his supplier is. They so. did have one reference to the fact that, uh, like, when he calls the woman at the end when he's gonna kill, when he's killing Jerome, he's like, "You're gonna feel like a teenager again." 
So yeah. at least, so there is that reference. But but like you'd think that Blaine would be going after specific people, maybe to gain their abilities for a day or something, or yeah. like keeping a stockpile of them, or like. It's, it is just, and we has, he's always been Blaine. We haven't seen him acting weird, like because it, honestly, it would be kind of difficult to be, to maintain an operation if your personality is constantly changing. Like, yeah, no, like it's this show has a lot of similarities to Dollhouse, mm-hmm. it, or, or like the potential for a lot of similarities. Yeah, and I wish that they'd explore that a little more. Mm-hmm. The way that in season two of Dollhouse, spoilers for season two of Dollhouse, <laughs> Echo. Um, picks up all of the personalities that she's ever had and like can sort of tune into different ones. And it's like a weird allegation of them. And she like goes from being like, she's not a blank slate and, but she's not her former self. She's echo. She's like a whole other person. Yeah. And so I'd be interested to see if after a while that sort of happens to live getting all of these things stuck in her. I guess I think yeah. personally I don't really want to see that happen to live. I actually would kind of prefer it happen to somebody else because because I want to live to be live. I don't want her to be an amalgamation of a bunch of other people. Like I, you know what I mean. Like I like yeah. live as herself. I, I do. I do get that where like the identity crisis nature of it is is interesting, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. And also, yeah. I I just think she needs to get a little more consistent about uh, their rules about their rules. Yeah. Let's talk about the race stuff. Yeah, a little bit. Just, uh, you know, Jerome's death obviously isn't super great. Uh, There's certain amount of... The the, the Asian stuff is definitely questionable in terms of, like, the only Asian characters on the show, as far as I can remember so far, have now been Kung Fu Masters uh, and, and Mafia members, except for Ray, who, like, doesn't, as far as I remember, even have... I think he has, like, three lines of, like, Clive, yeah. don't hit me. Yeah, we could And the other thing is, there was no reason why he couldn't have had, like, a scene at the end or something, thanking Liv or talking to Clive. Or yeah, <laughs> like, he's not really included. Yeah. I, I just uh, wish that they'd done better by that. Yeah. Um, and, and I, like, also, especially because the Kung Fu thing came out of nowhere at the end, it definitely mm-hmm. was like, you thought that they wouldn't have Kung Fu? Well, they do, because they're Asian. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I... Yeah, it's definitely problematic. I do also want to throw in the good with the bad, though, that at least we also got an, a, a, bl- a black female character this week in the form of uh, yeah. his former partner. Which, we'll see you know, if that character good. recurs. Yeah. But still, either way, yeah. his strong female black yeah, sure. presence is always good. Yep. Yeah, no, so I, I definitely do think that the, the race stuff was a sticking point for me. It Because like, it, I saw... So I saw the promo, and in the promo... She had kung fu, and there were Asian people dead, and I was like, this is recipe for disaster, and I was, like, kind of hoping that they'd do something throughout the episode to, like, assuage my feelings. They didn't really do it, so that's, that, yeah. that is a big part of why, for me, this is one of the weaker episodes. It's, it's yeah. just, yeah, it's just an easy thing to do. Like, it's bad racial representation, and it's just, like, not, like, as good as I want the show to be. But it didn't ruin the episode. I, I still definitely enjoyed watching it, but... Something mm-hmm. I guess you know it's it's just worrisome this early on in the show. I I hope that they maybe hear some feedback about these kinds of things and yeah. I, I mean it's gonna be interesting to see the whole system is very like like just the whole media system is very yeah. racist. So it's gonna be interesting to see whether they're even like in some ways allowed to make those kinds of changes. Yeah. 
All right, um, let's let's read some of the okay. tweets we got this week. Uh, can you read them? Because they're really small font. <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, so from Club Zomb, we want to know why the iZombie morgue has no security. Anyone can just waltz right in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, definitely kind of an issue, especially because usually, I'm pretty sure usually police morgues are in the police. Person. Yeah. Maybe that's the idea is that, uh, well, I guess, no, like it is weird that Blaine could just walk yeah. in. Also, it's weird that people are just allowed to walk into the morgue specifically without authorization where they might contaminate something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think um, they actually are supposed to. Also, it's a biohazard, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think they actually are supposed to be connected to the police station. But yeah, like the fact that, like, the yeah. fact that Major just walks in to ask about a roommate situation or whatever. It's... Yeah. And, like, also just. I mean, there's a bunch of. I think that we're just gonna have to. Yeah. Take I, I, it, deal with it honestly it. didn't even really occur to me until they asked, and I was just like, "Yeah, that makes sense," yeah. but it doesn't really bother. It's just TV. Yeah, <laughs> it's a TV yeah. show, not real life. <laughs> yeah, um, but thank you for the and tweet. And then from yeah, absolutely. And then from at Lord Yellowtail, Liva always looks like a bit less of a zombie. Oh wait, I should I should set this from, one up first. So the second one I should set up in that it's a response to me tweeting something. So I tweeted that. Uh, I thought it was a little silly that the henchmen barely look like zombies at all, and like especially compared to Liv. Um, and so they responded with this. Oh yeah, no, okay, so that makes sense. At Lord Yellowtail saying, Liv always looks a bit less like a zombie after eating tapas portion of brains. Blaine and Minion's gorge? Yeah. I think that's a, that's a legitimate point. That's a pretty sound that's a theory. Possi- that's a possibility, but... Given that I still don't know who their supplier is, yeah. I'm like, just confused. <laughs> After the killing of Jerome, I'm kind of thinking the supplier is that they're murdering people. Which, that, yeah. that will have to come up very quickly if they're constantly murdering people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, it's a lot of people to murder for that many, if, for, to feed all those zombies he's making. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know how often Lil actually has to eat. Yeah, that's or true. people actually have to eat. Yeah. It seems like she only has to eat, like, once a week or so. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Assuming that the show takes place in real time. Okay, so yeah, that was all the tweets we got. Thank you again for tweeting at us. We'll definitely keep reading them on the show. Um, yes, thank you. W- so for our general final thoughts on the episode, you wrote this and I agree. I think this was the weakest episode yet, but still pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it picks back up in terms of sort of overarching plot next week. Yeah, it's not... And- in- as far as it being the weakest, it's not even like it's not like if I was binge watching the season a couple years from now, I'd skip this episode. Like it was still a fun episode. Yeah, <laughs> Weak, they've all been pretty solid and fun. So yeah, okay. So I just want to throw in. So the ratings have actually been pretty good, especially for CW. So it's looking pretty positive that we'll get a season two. Um, it's not like confirmed or anything, but it's it's all signs are good, especially considering this week Flash did had a repeat even, so it was a repeat leading into it, and it still held up pretty well. So things are looking good. The one question I have: so if the show is doing well, do we get a twenty-two episode season two? You think uh, they might do that? I will. I, for context, I'll throw in that the first season of the hundred was thirteen episodes and was a mid-season show, and then season two I think was sixteen or seventeen episodes. So that's also a possibility. Um, yeah, I kind of hope. That, and also, I, I think the twenty-two episode season is not the, especially for shows that aren't like, for a show that has an overarching plot. Yeah, I think that twenty-two episode seasons tends to hurt that more than help that. Yeah, I, I, I actually am, am hoping that we stick to the thirteen episode thing, especially give, given the procedural nature. I think that if you had twenty-two episodes, it would get a little overly procedurally, and we'd have to yeah. have like full-on filler episodes. 
Um, yeah. So I, I hope it sticks to 13 if they come back. First of all, I hope it comes back because it isn't 100% confirmed or anything. But yeah. uh, definitely, you know, that would be good um, if it yeah. sticks to 13. It would be nice also, though, if it, you know, aired, if it wasn't a mid-season show, if it uh, yeah. started with everything Yeah, else. I agree. Especially because then we'd get more of it in just a couple of months. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> all right. you have the iTunes review. Yes, so I'm going to read. So we got an iTunes review, five stars. Thank you very much. Um, and it's from a fellow, pod, a fellow iZombie podcaster. So I'm going to do a shout out for iZombie U Zombie, which is another iZombie podcast. Um, nice. I, in general, I want to say like awesome, the iZombie podcasting community is like super awesome and not like a competitive bunch and they're all just like, let's be friends and yay, Twitter. And so like, that's really cool. <laughs> um, and so thank you so much for this review and I'm going to read it because it's very nice. Um, so they say, um, great hosts and well, first of all, their, the title of their review is high quality brains. Uh, uh, so they say great host with great content if you're walking a zombie and not listening to this show then why bother walking deep thinking without ever getting pretentious hit subscribe and thank me later awesome thank you so much (laughs) that's a really nice review so thanks a ton and of course we will also read negative reviews if you feel that you have to leave those yeah (laughs) um but uh thank you so much for leaving those if you want to get in uh touch with us uh you can send us an email at Kicking ass and taking brains at gmail.com or uh, hit us up on Twitter at iZombiePod. Yep, and uh, check out our blog over at kickingassandtakingbrains.com. That's where I, the first place where the episodes go up because it takes a little while before they end up on Stitcher and iTunes. I should also point out that we are now on Stitcher as well as iTunes, so if you're an Android user, that's probably the easiest way for you to listen to the episodes because Stitcher is much more compatible than iTunes. Um, so thank you guys for listening and hope you enjoyed the show. Oh,